Good morning, y'all. It's 6.41 a.m. Thursday, July 21st, 2022. And so I want to do a What Caught My Eye in July. A mini review of a couple things that I found interesting that I felt like I could talk about or at least wanted to give more attention to. Okay, so Kanye West. I feel like Kanye West is not taking his music seriously. That's obvious. I feel like he needs to, which I'm pretty sure he already knows, stick to the music and the business side of things and not necessarily continue to push out music, nor should he continue to do features because I feel like he just be saying random shit at this point. And he's not even putting any real effort into it. And that's absolutely... That's fine if you don't want to do music anymore because I feel like at a certain age, you kind of get tired of jumping around and being extra hype and having to put out material at certain amounts of time. Um, you know, it's kind of feeling like uh, he want to have other ways to have income so he can completely X out, make a music, for fans to digest and then want more and more and more. So, um, yeah, Kanye, you're one of my favorite fucking artists. At this point, you shouldn't even do fe uh, features anymore. You just shouldn't. Which is, I'm sure, one of the reasons why you backed out of doing, I'm not sure what festival that was, is because he's not dedicated to music and it doesn't, it doesn't, um, it doesn't feed him anymore, you know? It doesn't do anything for him um, artistically, I feel like, you know? It just is not there for him anymore. So then, yeah, no more features, please. <laughs> Next, I wanted to do a Tusk. This is a movie, a Tusk. Little bitty tiny review. So this is an A24 production came out in 2014 and it's categorized as a horror weird well I put the weird part but a horror uh, dark comedy and so um, basically a super famous podcaster dude which is Justin Long and we know him as Darian Jeepers Creepers and also Clay and Drag Me to Hell and of course he's on some other shit but I don't really necessarily know what that other shit is I know him from the horror movies so yeah and then apparently the dude that was across from him which is his podcasting partner uh, Teddy is his character's name he is the kid that played in The Sixth Sense so yeah, if that does anything for you, voila, there's that. So for the most part, uh, Justin Long's character, which is Wallace, yeah, <laughs> Wallace, um, he goes off to Canada basically to meet one person, that one person committed suicide, and then you can't do an interview on somebody who's not alive, so, you know, that scrapped that idea. So he's in a club or a bar bathroom. He finds this whole fucking poem and paragraph and fucking class project on a bulletin board in the bathroom. So yeah, um, 
Wallace is taking the piss, sees this whole paragraph thing, and decides to call this dude. And now he's going two hours away from where he's at in Canada. I'm going to talk to some apparently interesting storytelling dude. <sighs> we see Johnny Depp in this, and I did not know that was fucking Johnny Depp after the whole thing of watching it, but I also was kind of in and out of sleep. Yeah. Um, and then when I started to look back at clips and things, I'm like, okay, I see Johnny Depp a little bit, but I have I, I never would have knew that if I didn't, you know, hear other people talk about this film. So... Yeah, Johnny Depp's in it. Uh, apparently, his daughter's in it, and I believe the filmmaker's daughter's in it too as well. So, um, yeah, if that does something for you, hiya. <laughs> so, hmm. So this film was fucking odd. It was weird. Um. It definitely had a couple shots that made you think of a movie like Pulp Fiction where it was kind of comedy based or, you know, uh, like action, action kill bill type of thing is what some parts of this movie gave off. So it was like some parts of the movie you can't necessarily take super serious because it was kind of all over the place. Um, we had a dialogue that I surely didn't fucking understand because I was like half sleep and half up. I was like, what the fuck? Who is this lady on the screen just talking? What is she even talking about? What? What's going on? So I was confused with that. But then come to find out that was his girlfriend. That was Wallace's girlfriend. And obviously he's been doing some cheating. And it seems like she is falling into what I'm pretty sure is the best friend's arms, you know, because she wasn't getting it from her dude. So they both were basically cheating on each other. Um, so yeah, there's that. They're in a fucked up relationship for the most part with not only the girlfriend, but his podcasting partner. Yes, it's a lot to take in. So this stomach will, <laughs> I said this stomach, this movie will make your stomach hurt. And when I say that, it's because it leaves you with such a slimy feeling. It's not necessarily scary in a demonic type of way or a spirit type of way. It's more so in a crazy person, sick, sadistic person doing some really raunchy, unexplainable, mad scientist type of shit. This is what that this is the type of film it is. So it's a body horror film. So then when we say body horror, let's think about um let's think about Suspiria. I believe that was two yep, that was 2018. Um, which was body horror towards the end. Those of you know who's seen that knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. It leaves you with that type of feeling. 
just as well as all three human centipedes. It's one of those type of films that's going to leave you disgusted, that's going to leave you like, what the fuck, that's going to leave you feeling like, like, I don't even know what, because it was just really strange, and you can feel the what the fuck on you, <laughs> is what I can just say. You can feel how just creepy and just weird it was, that same feeling you get when you watch um, a human centipede film, that same fucking disgusting, ew, my stomach is hurting. That was gross. What the fuck was that? But at the same time, it's so fucking interesting. It's like you kind of don't want to look away. When you final, finally see, which it didn't take long to see, the final product of what the mad, the, the old madman did to Wallace, uh, Walrus, um, it was just like, yo, you kind of wanted to keep looking at it because you're just like, what the fuck is going on with this, you know? So, the screaming was very gross to me and disturbing. Um, the teeth and this, the whole face of the creature was very, it was like, <laughs> I don't want to be dramatic and say it was like an out-of-body type of moment, but it's just like sometimes when you see films like this and you put yourself in those shoes and you kind of just think like, man, what the fuck? Like, there's no way you would be able to get through that. There's no way you would be able to get through that and then mentally just be together you know after after something like that you're gonna be checked out you know so it was just like <sighs> this movie isn't like super i don't want to say it's super smart because it's not necessarily super smart as in it's trying to be something else but what it is doing is it's kind of being dramatic and over the top in how the characters are played. The man is like super creepy and super like, it felt like he was just super horny. And I instantly knew he was gonna be able to walk. When I seen him in that wheelchair and they kept focusing on his feet and his legs, I'm like, yo, this dude's gonna end up being out the chair. So that wasn't a surprise. But the thing that got me, okay, when they did the reveal of the walrus, Pardon the motorcycle. I guess they wanted me to say spoilers. <laughs> um, when they did the reveal of the walrus, of the Wallace creature, um, they did this two, two, like two shot scene thing, and it was the fucking coolest. I thought that was really cool. That part was really cool. How they showed the walrus one way, and then they quickly showed it another way, and it kind of got me to thinking about Pulp Fiction. Quentin Tarantino and Kill Bill, different shots like that. Just like the shot um, of where the girlfriend, I don't know her name, and Teddy were on the steps and they both had their guns and they were looking down 
you know, and it, you know, kind of reminded me of like American Psycho and stuff. And they're using these angles and these shots, and I just liked how they used them. Um, but what creeped me out the most is when he, like, would, when he pulled him in the water. So his tail, his fin, whatever, was chained up, which I'm looking at it, and I'm like, He's got that like a fucking piercing in his tail. His his tail is pierced with this chain thing. And he was dragging him into the water. And I, my heart dropped. That part to me was just like, oh my God, what in the fuck? This movie um, is a good movie to me. It's a good movie if you're the type of person who likes to watch. Say if you're, if I'm with a friend or something, hey, I got this movie, and you know it's like one of those movies, like they're gonna be like, what the fuck? Like what? What the fuck am I watching? You know, it's gonna be one of those movies that you can be like, yo, let's watch it with a group of people because you know the dialogue is gonna be a couple different things because this movie is a couple different things. It tries its best to be funny, and um, I guess it really is considered a dark comedy. I didn't necessarily find it funny because I don't know. It was horror. I mean, it was it was comedy that just was like too typical. Like it was supposed to be funny. It it reminded me of Saturday Night Live, like the new version of Saturday Night Live, which I don't think is funny because I think um, Mad TV was a little bit funnier, but that's a whole different thing. Justin Long, excuse me, Justin Long's character was supposed to be the silly guy, the asshole, the typical American, and he played that part good. Um, <laughs> this movie will freak you out because the screams in the movie of this walrus the way he screams the way slobber slides out of its mouth and nose and the look on its face is like it, it makes it's like yo is this a suit that he sewed to his body spoilers is this a suit he sewed to his body or did he sew other people together and then he sewed up this suit and now he put the dude in the suit because there was one part where they're dancing together so the old man gets in this like like sea creature little habitat thing and it just creeped me out that whole thing creeped me out too it's like oh my gosh this is like torture here um obviously um he gets in there naked and he dances with the walrus and i'm just like is he gonna have sex with him is he gonna make his him suck his penis or something he's gonna do some extra weird shit and he didn't he was just trying to drown him it was just like I feel like they wanted to make you feel like the old dude was going to fuck the walrus and it was really going to make my stomach and everybody else's stomach turn 10 times more. So I'm kind of glad they didn't go down that obvious route because that would have been very obvious. It was kind of weird because the old dude ended up killing the so-called walrus that saved him in his probably made up story in the war. 
Um, so I guess he basically he he thinks his of himself as a walrus, and I guess he wanted to battle another walrus. Is what I'm thinking. It's like, dude. If you do have money, if this house is really yours and, and maybe you didn't steal it or kill somebody and take over the house, if you got this money, you could buy a walrus and do whatever weird shit you want to do. Um, but I don't think that was, was what he wanted to do. He wanted to turn a human into a walrus because as we've seen, he already had one human walrus at the bottom of the little pool thing that he had for Wallace. So, I'm pretty sure he thought about buying an animal. He wanted to create his own, just like the human centipede. So they were going, um, they were going with that type of factor, that type of mood. And definitely it was dark and it was definitely odd, but it did have some type of relief with the Johnny Depp scenes. Um, that was where a lot of the kind of goofiness also came into play. Johnny Depp was the French detective with this silly accent and, uh, you know, giving Americans guns that are scared to take them, which is like, oh, hardy, har, har, har. <laughs> so, hmm. I would say this movie was pretty decent. You know, I got on Letterboxd and I gave a brief little, you know, what, what I thought. I said, what, what? Did that even make sense? I don't think so. Um, yeah, I got on Letterboxd. I rated and what did I rate this movie? I rate this movie a three out of five. Yes, a three out of five. Um, I definitely watch it again simply because I know when I watched it the first time, Towards the end, I started to doze off, so I know I probably missed some key points, but um, I definitely got the fucking full grasp of the movie, and yeah, it was not bad at all. It was a, it was a three out of five, and honestly, I kind of want to be super gen generous and give it a three and a half out of five, but. Mm, We're going to keep it at a 3, 3.5 for the movie Tusk. And that was a movie that A24 had their hands in. As we all know, A24 has started to grow a, a following because they're known for their specific type of movies. Um, so yeah, when you have time, go watch Tusk. Where did I watch it at? It so happened to be on Pluto. I want to let you know. Um, it so happened to be on Pluto, so I did watch it there. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can find it. Um, I guess it used to be on Netflix, but I'm not sure if it's on there anymore. But you guys know how to find movies. So, T-U-S-K, Tusk, from... When did I say this movie came out? Uh, 2014. Yeah, body horror film get into it if you want to see some weird shit and you want to see some actors that you may seen before in movies that you enjoy so moving on um ray j's new tattoo 
So I may be old on topics like this and maybe all of these topics, but like I said, these are a couple things that kind of caught my eye in July. A mini review. Ray J's tattoo. Ray J knows what he's doing. He know his tattoo looked fucking demonic. The fuck the, the the thing is though, when you look at the actual photo on the laptop, like the picture he brought into the tattoo artist to show them, hey, yeah, I want this. That motherfucking photo on that laptop, that shit look like some creepy shit. That shit look like some uh, some straight. Uh, demonic it do look like some shit it looks like a fucking zombie or something like that uh, so why is he getting it I don't know why do people get gym shoes tacked on the side of their face I don't know why do, why do men get butterflies and stars and stuff tattooed on their face I don't know this is coming from a person with my own tattoos, you know. So, I think um, he's doing this because he likes the fucking tattoo. He likes the tattoo. And he wants to have a fucking weird ass tattoo. And he wants attention for it. He said he about to have his whole fucking leg that's about to be tatted up. Um, with spirituality stuff so if he's connecting that demonic ass picture or you know what honestly it may not be demonic it may just look it may just look creepy and dark you know it doesn't necessarily mean that it's demonic but it does look creepy and dark and he knows that but he's he's connecting that to spirituality so if you look at that you're wondering what exactly um what ex what exactly spirits is he following behind for, for him to get something like that. Getting his sister um, in the likeness of some type of fucking Resident Evil uh, character on the game or something. I mean, I'm going to be honest, it looks cool. Because me personally, I'm somebody who likes creepy um drawings and shit like that so it looks cool so for me it's just like okay that's not nothing too crazy but what i've heard some other people say about ray j is he wants to change his name to tron or something like that because he's moving into the digital age and the digital world and stuff we'll just listen to what he's telling us and we see all this nft stuff and um digital type of design and now you are becoming more of your digital self. So your physical self is not going to mean anything anymore because now we're in the digital age. You know, so... He could be showcasing us um, the narrative that's going to be ushered in in the next few years and what people and things are going to look like. If he's trying to change his name to Tron, and he's getting this tattoo that looks zombie-ish. And he's saying this whole leg with this tattoo on it is going to be about spirituality and this, that, and the third. Then, okay, what, what spirituality are you connected to then? 
And I'm not saying it's good or bad, but at that point, you just got to sit back and wonder, okay, who are his gods? Who, what is his, what, you know, what things does he do? What does he got going on for him to get his sister to look like this? What are, what are you trying to say at this point? Because it has to mean something. Or I mean, unless he can just say, oh, I just like zombies or I just like creepy looking shit. Um, okay, Tron. So you digital and your sister is a zombie? I mean, because honestly, when I seen her at the, the verses or whatever, she looked kind of out of place. Like, she didn't know... She didn't know what to do. I don't know. She looked like she was out of place and just weird looking. And she didn't necessarily look weird in her appearance, but it was just like that smile she had on her face. It just was like she didn't really want to be there. She's there to support, but she's just like cringy looking. I don't know. She had a cringy facial expression on, I don't know, <laughs> I guess because we all did, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> uh, I feel like Ray J wants some attention, he, um, he wants to be in the spotlight, he wants to be looked at, but you know, who doesn't, they're all in Hollywood doing Hollywood weird shit, so, why not get a, a tattoo of my sister? Um, and why not let me make it different from everybody else and let me make it look weird and creepy. I bet that'll get people to be talking about me instead of just saying, oh, yeah, I can't sing and I have my baby in my arms and I was blaming the baby when really I know, nigga, I can't sing and I can't pull this note right now because I'm drunk as fuck. But, you know, that's here nor there. Um... I don't know. Maybe Brandy is an alien and that's how she looks on the inside. And that's, you know, they, um, lizards and skizzards and all that shit popping off. <laughs> Ray just, Ray J just trying to be cute and get a little attention, you know. He's getting a weird tattoo for, I'm sure, multiple reasons. And I know one of them is because, you know, he wants the spotlight to be seen on him. And he wants to be shown what he's doing. And look, y'all, I'm getting this weird-ass tattoo. You know, and for all we know, it don't mean shit because he's just trying to troll us. And what, I, what I'm noticing is a lot of celebrities are just trying to do just that. Troll us. A lot of regular, regular people are doing just that trying to troll us so mm. speaking of motherfucking troll <laughs> orlando brown so yeah we we see that when people go in these goofy ass interview shows where you know they're gonna be saying some silly shit and doing silly shit because the interview's not real what makes y'all think orlando brown won't go on there and say bow wow got some good ass pussy what makes you think he's not because I've known Orlando Brown um, to be the man he is today from, from years of watching him doing interviews and just talking and listening to his music. He's always saying something, 
off the wall or crazy. And he's always putting us up on game about the fucked up shit that they do, which is why when we see our um, our our folks that we would watch when we were growing up, and they were too, um, on Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, and all that other shit. They grew up and they got to be fucked up because it's a lot of shit that goes on that regular daily people ain't gonna know unless people like Orlando Brown and et cetera, et cetera, will tell you. So Orlando Brown, I feel like he was trolling. That's what he does because he don't give a fuck. And I feel like there was truth to that. Now he was saying that, yeah, to be funny and yeah, to troll, uh-oh, beep, beep. But he was also saying that because he know how the industry get down. And they be fucking on boys and little girls. And, okay, you want this, you got to do that. You got to, it's, it's always something, sadly. So he, he probably knowing, like, um, Bow Wow probably didn't get, he probably got tossed up a couple times. And I heard he got some good pussy. Now, I don't know if does that also mean that Orlando Brown has fucked Bow Wow or... You know, that could mean a lot of things. But for what the interview was, people shouldn't be so shocked, you know, for him saying that. Because that's who I know Orlando Brown to be. He will say some shit. And it will have you thinking, like, well, is this nigga talking truth? There's some truth to it. Yes, indeed, there is. Moving on, Macy Gray's statement. Um, to keep it brief, I agree with Macy Gray. Nothing she said was wrong. She shouldn't have to apologize um, because there's nothing to apologize for. She basically said a transgender what man or whatever. She, the, the interviewer asked her, what makes a woman? And she said, you know, boobs, a vagina, blah, blah, blah. Just, you know, the simplistic shit, of course. So they kind of got into it, and she was just saying, well, yeah, a man can easily uh, pay for boobs and get them hooked up, pay for their penis to be turned inside out, to do whatever, do whatever, but that does not make you a woman. It doesn't make you a woman because you, you haven't grown up with a woman's experience. You haven't started your period at fucking 14, 15, 16, or, or uh, younger. You know, you haven't done any of those things. You, you can't naturally give birth to a child, you know? Just like, well, she didn't say all of this now, but this is why I'm saying I agree with her because um, it, it, it just makes it seem like trans men and it's weird that it's just the trans men because I guess that's all they're pushing right now. Trans men, it seems like they're trying to take over what a real woman is and they're getting things confused. If you feel like you're a woman or whatever, okay, fine. You want to get the transformation? Okay, fine. But you can't say that you are a real woman because you had to get fake parts put on your body that wasn't there to begin with. You know, you got fake things put on you so to make you feel like you're something else or or help you look like you feel, I should say. 
that does not mean you are a real woman. You gotta be you gotta be mindful. That that's just is like that's a slap in the face to a actual woman because an actual woman then gone through hella experience just because she's a real woman. We then got real women dying from giving birth to real babies. There's just a lot of things that um, somebody who used to be a man and transition into a woman, you can't say that you are a real woman. That's not fair to women. It just seems like you're trying to take their place. At this day and age, there's a place for all type of people, as we are, have come to see because they're pushing it on us. Even if we like it, even if we don't, they're pushing us on us. That's why I be feeling like people shouldn't be shouldn't be mad at Boosie for the stuff that he's saying because it's true. Not everybody is going to agree with that. And the fact that y'all pushing it so hard, the fact that y'all pushing it so hard, it makes people who don't agree with it uncomfortable. Because kids don't need to be knowing about shit like that. Kids don't need to be influenced when they see stuff like that. It's just like, it's extra confusion, you feel me? He didn't grow up like that. Shit, I didn't grow up like that. It's a certain generation that this shit just started to be okay because it didn't It didn't used to be put down our throats like this. We knew the stuff was going on, but it was like, it wasn't a... This is now going to be the real woman. Just like a motherfucking robot is not ever going to be able to be a real human. And people making these these things and doing these things and they're switching up the language. They're switching up the code to make their own spell. So Macy Gray, she shouldn't need to apologize, but you feel me? You know how the motherfucking music industry is, and I don't know. I guess she still gotta, she still gotta bow down and maybe kiss some toes and do some things because she, she had to make a statement and say she apologized. And there's no hate. There is no hate. Whoever said we hated anybody, whoever said she hated or was mad at anybody, is just saying, yo. It is what it is. You're not a real woman because you haven't had real woman experiences. So let's be fair to ourselves and let's be real with ourselves and not, it's already confusing enough. Like people out here is just, like I said, changing the language, switching shit up, just making their own rules. And when it's where everything is so blurred and everybody's so sensitive about every little thing and it's starting to become like, we just getting stuff shove down our throats and our faces when we don't really need to be seeing it like that. You know, it's just like, you know, if you're allowed to have your opinion for it, then y'all should be able to allow to and accept the opinion that is not for it, that's against it. So it's got to work both ways. And I think Macy Gray wasn't wrong when she said that because I definitely agree. It's like I'm sure a lot of people agree, but that, again, doesn't mean we got hate for anybody or, you know, it's just that uh, that's just telling you from a woman, a real woman's experience, you know, to somebody who's just claiming um, or just saying they are. Um, so, yeah. 
So last but not least, we're going to wrap up on the verses. Um, I finally finished watching just the second half. I already had watched the first half of Ray J and all of them. But I finally got to finish up. Excuse me, y'all. finally got to finish um Amarion's part and Amarion just he just came to be sexy you know he just came to be sexy and dance and show off his outfits and his hairstyles that was it that was and he didn't sound bad or nothing you feel me um he came out wanting to swoon the women because you know he knew he was performing for ladies so he did just that he performed some Magic Mike shit, and he came out and looked cute. So, Mario took it seriously, and it showed. Um, he definitely wasn't fucking around, because he kind of, I feel like, he had to make sure he was on point again, because there, the catalog he had, um, which I'm sure was absolutely great, but unless you were a true fan of his, you really didn't know many of his songs. Um, but he was the Black Ninja. Mario was the Black Ninja, and Omarion was the Cheshire Cat. I will admit the first half of the show, though, was very entertaining. Entertaining. Some artists was in their feelings, and they was using words like baddie boy, you know, because they start to feel tight, because I guess they wanted some more time. I don't know. Pleasure me. Anyway, um... At this point, I'm looking at my notes. I'm sorry. I'm trying to make it quick, yeah. Yeah, Amarion was like, he um, he said, real life performer. And that's exactly the words that he should have used because that's all he was doing was really just performing. He said it best. He didn't come on there to make singing the only focus. He came on there to give you a mini little show. He changed his outfits. He changed his hair. He had little dancers. He was dancing. He he wanted to make something memorable, which is why he brought out the motherfucking watermelon. Um, he wanted to be entertaining. Um, they shouldn't be able to use full backtracks. I I said that in my notes for sure. They should not be able to use full backtracks they can have they like um you know the chorus or something on the backtrack but to have a full backtrack to where you don't even have to sing if you don't want to it's kind of lazy to me and if you dare to sing whether you can sing or not full backtrack just throws me off because a lot of people overly use Amari, I should have let me pick the playlist because some of them songs he was playing, they weren't, they would have hit different if he would have or, organized them different and if he would have let them, me pick them bitches because, you know, he could have had the crowd a bit hyper if he would have picked better songs. He got the catalog, so he should have came up off that shit. Uh, <clears throat> so, the watermelon. Somebody was going to slip in that motherfucking juice when I see him drip on the floor. I'm like, ooh, that's a hazard. Somebody going to break that motherfucking ass. Anyways. Uh, so is Amarion saying that he has threesomes with his brother? 
or is Omarion saying he practices eating vagina with his brother? Because there was no really point of having his brother come out. I guess only because, oh, look, it's cute two niggas that look just alike and we sexy. And this is how we might eat your coochie. Um, I don't know. Let's play that up. They just was trying to look good. You know, it was... It was what it was. <laughs> they were really trying to bring sex appeal, and I think that's exactly what they did. So I don't know why Marion getting chewed out. He didn't do that. You know, he, he wanted to be sexy, and that's what he did. It worked. But shout out to Marion's DJ for hyping him up. He did a good-ass job. He was talking his shit, too. And then shout out to Marion for doing the background vocals on Braid My Hair. He sounded bomb as fuck. Amaria sound bomb as fuck. I think maybe I'm just a Mario fan and his sexiness really worked on me. So, yeah, that was that. And that was what caught my eye so far in July. Bye, y'all.